Chapter 8 of Memoirs of the Distinguished Men of Science of Great Britain, Living in the Years 1807-8. to This is a LibreVox recording. All LibreVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibreVox.org. Recording by Julie Burks. Memoirs of the Distinguished Men of Science of Great Britain, Living in the Years 1807-8 to by William Walker, Jr. Chapter 8. Robert Brown, Doctor of Civil Law, Fellow of the Royal Society, President of the Linnaean Society, etc., Member of the Institute of France, Born December 21, 1773, Died June 10, 1859. Robert Brown, who Humboldt has designated as the Prince of Botanists, was the second and only surviving son of the Reverend James Brown, Episcopalian minister of Montrose. Several generations of his maternal ancestors were, like his father, ministers of the Scottish Episcopalian Church, and from them he appears to have inherited a strong attachment to logical and metaphysical studies, the effects of which are so strikingly manifested in the philosophical character of his botanical investigations. At an early age he was sent to the grammar school of his native town, and in 1787 entered at Marischal College, Aberdeen, where he immediately obtained a Ramsey bursary in philosophy. About two years afterwards, on his father quitting Montrose to reside in Edinburgh, he was removed to the university of that city, in which he continued his studies for several years, but without taking a degree, although destined for the medical profession. In the year 1791, at the age of 17, Brown laid before the Natural History Society, of which he was a member, his earliest paper which contained, together with critical notes and observations, an enumeration of such plants as has been discovered in North Britain, subsequent to the publication of Lightfoot's Flora Scotica. Although this paper was not intended for publication, it brought the young botanist into communion with Dr. Withering, and laid the foundation of a warm and intimate friendship between them. In the year 1795, soon after the embodiment of the Fife Shire Regiment of Fencible Infantry, Brown obtained in it the double commission of ensign and assistant surgeon, proceeding with the regiment to the north of Ireland, in various parts of which he was stationed until the summer of 1798, when he was detached to England on recruiting service. Fortunately for himself and for science, this service enabled him to pass some time in London, where his already established botanical reputation secured him a cordial reception from Sir Joseph Banks, of whose library and collections he availed himself to the utmost. In 1799, he returned to his regimental duties in Ireland, from which he was finally recalled in December of the following year by a letter from Sir Joseph Banks, proposing for his acceptance the post of naturalist in the expedition for surveying the coasts of New Holland, then fitting out under the command of Captain Flinders. In the summer of 1801, he embarked at Portsmouth and set out on this expedition. His absence from England lasted more than four years, during which period the southern, eastern, and northern coasts of New Holland and the southern part of Van Diemen's Land were thoroughly explored, and he arrived in Liverpool in the month of October 1805, enriched with a collection of dried plants amounting to nearly 4,000 species, 
a large proportion of which were not only new to science, but likewise exhibited extraordinary combinations of character and form. Immediately on his arrival in England, Brown was appointed librarian of the Linnaean Society, of which he had been elected an associate in 1798. The materials which he had been indefatigable in collecting during this voyage, and the vast store of facts and observations in relation to their structure and affinities which he had accumulated, opened out to him new views upon a multitude of botanical subjects, which he was enabled by his position in the Linnaean Society to enlarge and to perfect, and ultimately to lay before the world in a series of masterly publications, which at once stamped upon him the character of the greatest and most philosophical botanist that England had ever produced. In 1810 appeared the first volume of his Prodromus Florinova Hollandia at Insule Van Diem. This important work, together with his memoirs on Protasia and Asclepidia, which immediately followed, and his general remarks, geographical and systematical, on the botany of Terra Australis, appended to the narrative of Captain Flinders's voyage, published in 1814, by displaying in the most instructive form the superior advantages of the natural system, gave new life to that system, which had hitherto found little favor in France, and speedily led to its universal adoption. A series of memoirs followed the above works, chiefly in the transactions of the Linnaean Society, or the appendices to various books of travel and survey, which gave fuller and more complete development to his views upon almost every department of botanical science, and induced the illustrious Humboldt not only to confer upon Brown the title mentioned at the beginning of this memoir, but also to designate him as the glory and ornament of Great Britain. At the close of the year 1810, on the death of his learned and intimate friend Dryander, Mr. Brown succeeded to the office of librarian to Sir Joseph Banks, who, on his death in 1820, bequeathed to him for life the use and enjoyment of his library and collections. These were subsequently, with Mr. Brown's consent, and in conformity with the provisions of Sir Joseph's will, transferred in 1827 to the British Museum, and from this later date until his death, he continued to fill the office of Keeper of the Botanical Collections and the National Establishment. In 1849, Mr. Brown was elected President of the Linnaean Society, of which, soon after the death of Sir Joseph Banks, he had resigned the librarianship and had become a fellow. In 1811, he had been made a fellow of the Royal Society, and in 1839 received its highest honor in the Copley Medal, awarded to him for his discoveries during a series of years on the subject of vegetable impregnation. In the meantime, Honors and titles flowed in upon him from all quarters. In 1832, the University of Oxford conferred on him, in conjunction with Dalton, Faraday, and Brewster, the honorary degree of DCL, and in the succeeding year, he was elected one of the eight foreign associates of the Academy of Sciences of the Institute of France, his name being selected from a list, including those of nine other savants of worldwide reputation, nearly every one of whom has since been elected to the same distinguished honor. 
During the administration of Sir Robert Peel, he received, in recognition of his great eminence in botanical science, a pension on the civil list of two hundred pounds per annum, and shortly afterwards the King of Prussia decorated him with the cross of the highest Prussian civil order, pour le mérite. Of Mr. Brown's later publications, the most important are his botanical appendix to Captain Burt's expedition into central Australia, published in 1849, and his memoir on Trilosporite, an undescribed fossil fruit, published in the Linnaean Transactions for 1851. The pervading and distinguishing character of all these writings is to be found in the combination of the minutest accuracy of detail with the most comprehensive generalization and no theory is propounded which does not rest for its foundation on the most circumspect investigation of all attainable facts among the most important anatomical and physiological subject of which they treat particular mention is due to the discovery of the nucleus of the vegetable cell the development of the stamina together with the mode of the fecundation in asclopedia and orchidea the development of the pollen and of the ovulum in the phonogamous plants, and the bearing of these facts upon the general subject of impregnation, also the origin and development of the spores of mosses, and the discovery of the peculiar motions which take place in the active molecules of matter when seen suspended in a fluid under the microscope. Of structural investigations, the most important are those which establish the relation of the flower to the axis from which it is derived, and of the parts of a flower to each other, as regards both position and number, the analogy between stamina and pistilla, the narration of the corolla of composite, their ovastation and inflorescence, and the structure of the stems of psychedelia, both recent and fossil. Mr. Brown was also strongly attached to the study of fossil botany, and with a view to its prosecution, he formed an extensive and valuable collection of fossil woods, which he has bequeathed, under certain conditions, to the British Museum. After the death of Sir Joseph Banks, who bequeathed to him his house in Soho Square, Mr. Brown continued to occupy that portion of it which opened upon Dean Street, and it was in the library of that illustrious man the scene of his labors for sixty years surrounded by his books and by his collections that robert brown breathed his last on the tenth of june eighteen fifty nine in the eighty-fifth year of his age memoir by john j bennett fellow of the royal society read at the anniversary meeting of the linnaean society may eighteen fifty nine end of chapter eight